Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by Jared Ed. Yes, hello. How's it going, Jared Ed? It's going good. Excellent. Excellent. So back in August, low so many months ago. That's like 13 years ago? ago. I was lamenting that the little cabinet that we store our liquor in, which we bought when we bought the house, um, was no longer containing all of our liquor. It was absolutely packed full you'd have to smoosh everything in sometimes the door would pop open it also had weird shelf heights so you had we had to lay a lot of bottles down yeah i mean there were only two shelves it was little Mm -hmm. and too small we've got you know we just have like a lot of glassware and stuff and we have kind of run out of room for things i was like there's no reason we should have this tiny little cabinet which was fine when we moved in here and we're broke and like we could afford it i know we had like three bottles of liquor oh my god uh i'm like let's just get a proper cabinet in our house in maryland we've got like a full-on like full wall bookcase that holds all of our liquor and it is also full glass doors yeah yeah i was like let's get one so i went around i found crate and barrel has this beautiful thing and it's got glass doors and then it's got a couple of drawers and some non-glass doors for putting ugly stuff behind and it's like over five feet tall and has like seven feet tall it's like five feet wide great it's great Let's get it. So I ordered it in August <laughs> and it was back ordered. And then like two weeks ago, they were supposed to deliver it. And then they were like, well, we only, it's two parts. It's like a bottom part with cabinets and the top part with the glass doors. And like, we only have the bottom part. And I was like, deliver the bottom part. It's fine. And they're like, we're trying to not deliver parts of things anymore. Cause some people were getting like the arm for their couch and then they just have to <laughs> store the arm. And I was like, all right, I understand. So they, it was like the day of the delivery and they canceled the delivery. And they're like, we've got to wait for the top part. And I was like, fine. I have no power here. This was like in January or something, wasn't it? Yeah, like towards the end of January. Uh, It was also like eight hours on the phone to get that delivery to happen. Because like a person literally had to push a button in the system. Like the system was very confused for about a month. (laughs) And then (laughs) I just called every day till I got a smart person to push the button and (sighs) override the error. Anyway, so scheduled for delivery canceled the delivery of the bottom because they didn't have the top so then last week they're like hey the top is ready let's schedule your delivery and i was like great delivery scheduled and i keep looking at the delivery and it's got like one piece and i was like it's two pieces it's a top and a bottom but okay i have no power over this and so today was the delay the day and they showed up and i was like so you got two pieces and they're like we've got one and i was like you have the top i bet (laughs) they do they have they brought just the top the bottom was not there and i was like it's funny the bottom was supposed to be delivered two weeks ago but they didn't want to deliver it in parts so then i call crate and barrel and i was like you guys you delivered just the top and they're like yeah we see that that you were supposed to get the bottom but now the bottom's back ordered until march (sighs) so they gave our bottom to somebody else anyway in preparation for the new cabinet coming we emptied out the old cabinet and so all of our liquor bottles right now are on the dining room table and if you are a patreon subscriber or a super follower you saw a video where we like talk about our vast quantity of booze that's on the counter it's a bit scary there's a lot of it it's an impressive collection um and so anyway i was like well you know we've bought all that booze since we bought this house and so there's not a lot of like legacy bottles that you know like in maryland we've got a lot of weird stuff that has accumulated over kind of 10 years some of it is older found bottles and some stuff houses. i got from my parents when, <laughs> yes, I know. this when, is a great story when i was a 
in my master's program, <laughs> we did this like, I think they called it a progressive dinner, where you'd go to like one person's house and have drinks, and then the next person's house and have appetizers, and the next person's house and have dinner. It was so stupid. It was just like a bunch of driving around places. It's called a bar crawl if you do with alcohol. If you if you do with alcohol and you go to bars, but this was like people's houses for different courses of dinner. It was stupid, and I got put in charge of drinks. And I didn't even drink at the time. I owned no alcohol, and I was like. What am I going to do? And my parents who don't really drink, I mean, they'll like have a beer, but they're, they don't make cocktails. My mom's like, here, we'll just give you this cardboard box with our liquor. And we've got, you know, enough of the basics in there. So she gave me this cardboard box. And it's got like a bottle of vodka, dusty, that's it been was, in their house for dusty. 30 years. Yeah. Right? They haven't used it for anything. Oh, All this dusty liquor, which then sat in my house and I didn't use. So now it's like, liquor is 40 year old bottles of liquor it's fine <laughs> but it's not like liquor that gets better in 40 years this isn't like the, it's you not know. aging no. right so there's some of that in there still i maybe you just used up all their brandy i think i think we've we've gone through <laughs> some because it like it was like it was not in plastic bottles but it was almost in plastic bottles no no i mean they had like smirnoff vodka it was just kind of old school stuff there was like um if you make a seven and seven oh the canadian whiskey seagram's yeah, seagram's like seven whiskey seven and seven is whiskey and seven up so they had that like the seagram's whiskey Seagram's seven yeah yeah no they they know better than to buy plastic bottles of liquor i didn't know that when i was in college well they weren't you know (laughs) we're in college (laughs) so anyway anyway we don't have a lot of stuff that we don't like here but there's some stuff that like i've bought to like make a particular drink and then i was like well this shit's terrible and i will never drink it again (laughs) (laughs) you know apricot brandy is one of those things we bought it to make something and i was like this is disgusting and i don't know why anybody drinks this uh (laughs) so we were i was looking at these bottles i was like we should pull out the few bottles of stuff that we don't like because there's no reason to keep them and so there's uh five full-size bottles and then there were a couple just little you know, two ounce sampler bottles of stuff where I was like, all right, we don't want any of this. And I was like, dude, the the travel size, plane size. Yeah. Yeah. Like the cocktail of the week is going to be called now. This is in quotes, quote, college. So the name of the drink, the cocktail of the week is quote, college. It's awesome. That is a great name for this great concept. There have been times like in Maryland where I've gone through the liquor cabinet and pulled out stuff we don't like. And that's more like we buy a bottle of like, dc made vodka and then you go vodka can't be bad until you try this locally made vodka that's so so bad and so we you know anytime a new distillery opened up in like dc or maryland we'd buy a bottle and most of the stuff was not drinkable so just experimental they're small batch experiments not mentioning any names but there's stuff where it's like i'm never drinking this it's disgusting and i would just like <laughs> get a cardboard box and i would just put it out at the curb but we supported local businesses yes and then we supported local students probably who couldn't buy their own liquor who's just like i'll take a risk with this opened <laughs> bottle of liquor that's in a box on the curb yeah. it was always gone I'll squint while I drink it. Oh, my God. So anyway, so we've got... And most of this is flavored stuff. Flavored rum, flavored whiskey, a couple, like, liqueurs. Is, and none of it's, like, objectively, like, terrible. Like, oh, these people don't know how to make booze. It's just, I don't think, tasty. Kind of unnecessarily flavored. Yeah. So anyway, I was like... Someone had suggested, and I was like, great idea. We're just going to mix it all <laughs> together. So I made sure. it... Sure. Blame someone else. I made it the drink tonight, the college quote college so good half an ounce of everything and it's 
Not bad. Actually, have an ounce it's, of everything. Oh, you've got it in front of you. It's scary. It looks it looks kind of like a Kahlua or a Bailey's drink. It's brown. One of the drink one of the little sample bottles that someone had sent us was called a bourbon bourbon cream and it was I mean it actually isn't terrible. I just would never use it anything. It's kind of like Bailey's where Bailey's is Irish whiskey and cream. So this is bourbon and cream and I had I had used half the little sample bottle in something and I was just like we're never going <laughs> to use this again. I'll put it in there. So it it gave the whole thing this kind of creamy look. But other than that, it's. A, I thought it was going to be weird colors. There's some Midori, the There's melon. some green stuff in there. In there yeah. It's not green. I thought it was going to be green. The all the other colors mixed to make it brown. But I it's, think it's not good. bad. I may I may die in an hour, but right now it's like it's okay. It it's tastes a little vanilla-y, and it's only a little bit curdled. It's it's not bad. I was it's gonna a little I was bit like, lumpy. Should I put some coke in there? Should I do something? And I was like, let me just try it. And I was like, that that's not the worst thing I've had. But it's kind of. It's there's no mixer in it. No, you're drinking you've, it straight. You've, you've combined a lot of alcohols. This is why it's so good. College. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's the cocktail of the week. No, Remy, do not come. Don't don't climb up here. No, you're. He's a climby more climby boy. Down. Okay, uh, so administrative corner. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite segment. <laughs> Thank you to the person on uh, Instagram who commented on a video that I posted last week of Chief Brody gnawing on a plant that I had trimmed and let me know that that plant was oleander, which we, is extremely poisonous. We thought it was an azalea for a long time, right? So a neighbor told us it was an azalea. That's right. It's got little flowers like an azalea. And I was like, that's an azalea. And then I looked up azaleas and I looked up oleanders and it was really clearly an oleander. Um, you can murder people with those. This is the problem with having crazy neighbors. So I ripped it out and have planted ferns in the place of the oleander so removed from our property i was trying to find that person's message and then it's there i get so many dms that it just got lost so thank you to the person who let us know that it was oleander oops glad nobody died no nobody seemed affected at all you guys all right we got a lot of dog updates this week <laughs> uh, i guess we should start with vood since he's the most dramatic um, I will note that <laughs> all of last weekend and into the beginning of this week, I would have dreams that had soundtracks to them, which is not normal. I don't normally hear music in my dreams, but these dreams would be taking place with the hold music from the neurologist as the background. <laughs> I'd be like walking around the house this week, like singing the neurologist hold which music. Which is awful, actually. It's terrible. It's this one sort of jazzy music that fades in and out. At one point, da, it da, stops. Da, da. Like the loop stops for about 15 seconds. So you think someone's about to pick up and then it just launches right back in. Oh my God. Oh, I'm sweating. I mean, I'm, I'm sweating now. We didn't even spend that much time on hold. It was just such a traumatic week that clearly like the hold music seared itself into my brain. And when I was picking up uh, Voods, I conferenced you in so you could listen to the <laughs> discharge instructions. So we were both listening to the hold music for about 10 minutes, yeah. I think. So anyway, when we last updated you all, it was Wednesday of last week. So very early Tuesday morning, we took Woods up to the neurologist. Um, he had another seizure. And then Jirdad had gone up to get groceries on Wednesday. Oh, only <laughs> groceries. Because Woods had not been discharged. And that then we recorded the podcast. So um, Woods needed a lot more time. And he stayed at the neurologist until Saturday. Uh, just He got put on an IV drip of midazolam and i think kepra's in there um 
and as he was coming off the IV drip, that's anticonvulsant medicine. Then he had another seizure, and I think he maybe had one more. Don't don't you dare sip that drink into the microphone, GR Dad. Sorry. Put put the drink away. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, man, there's nothing worse than listening to somebody else slurp. Don't don't give me that look. I think I can think of a lot of bad things. <laughs> okay, fair. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, Voods is fine now and he's home and he hasn't had any seizures since he got home on saturday it's nice to have him back it is it is even though he eats everything (laughs) he hasn't gotten better no no he's uh so things are pretty much the same except he's on three doses a day of one of his medicines now instead of twice a day so i've had to like put alarms on my phone to just remind me at like 3 p.m and 11 p.m to give him his medicine because we've gotten so used to just like breakfast and dinner um to have that one med that's off schedule is a little weird but whatever that's fine um i <laughs> i'm just looking at my notes here um i wrote down no vacations because we were talking to the neurologist one of the neurologists i mean the the one who's really nice yeah she's so great and she's like you guys must not be able to go on vacation and i was like we can't we can't do anything (laughs) and it makes me sad because this guy could explode at any time yep foods and then uh i was you know i was obviously posting updates on all the socials and then some extra updates for the super followers and the patreons and and i don't know where this came from but people had good commentary on food's mri and someone called it the voodle noodle reviewdal <laughs> and then when they came back with nothing it was the voodle noodle reviewdal bamboozle it was pretty good the MRI showed nothing, and the spinal tap, although they shaved half his head, also showed nothing. Yep, that's right. He got a big bald spot. Which shows that it's not a psychological evaluation. Indeed. We we did have the MRI results last week, so we, we briefly talked about those. Nothing. Someone else said, Voods, we have to unscrutal your noodle. <laughs> unscrutal Voodle's noodle. Voodle and noodle is a rhyme we've that's not thought of. That's a good one. Yep, that's great. <clears throat> so anyway, he's doing fine. Um... No one really talks about his prognosis, but it's not great. And I had hops into the vet. Um, she just had a little skin infection that we wanted to get checked out. And uh, I was telling the vet she'd gotten all the records from the neurologist. And I was like, so this is not a great progression. I'm like, I know how this goes. And she's like, yeah, I know how it goes, too. Uh, and the other vet there was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like most dogs who have cluster seizures like him die from the cluster seizures and so you know hopefully he's just having a bad stretch yeah and and he'll get better because we had that good stretch too so it's like it's not automatically terrible although the trend is bad the trend is bad so maybe you know maybe this is just a dip and the trend will get good again but if the trend continues on this path it's it's not good the problem is he's already me- medicated to the hilt. Like this, this he's just on high doses of all the available medicines. He's on every drug. I, I know people mean well when they hear about his seizures, and uh, there's there's nothing that you can think of that we haven't talked to our neurologist about. Like there's people who are like, oh, my dog's on phenobarbital, and it's like he's on the full dose of phenobarbital and three other medicines. And we have a nasal injectable and we have an emergency med and we have talked to the neurologist about every like homeopathic and whatever, like acupuncture, and acupuncture and, like 
there's literally nothing that you can suggest that we haven't talked about because we have like five neurologists and like five other veterinarians and all the people up at VOSM, which is a neurologist and sports medicine people. We have like friggin' a better team of doctors than I have had cumulatively in my whole life. For yourself. For myself. <laughs> yes. Working on food seizures. We've asked about everything. Um, they should write case studies about this this guy oh my god uh, you know unfortunately it's like not that uncommon right there's like i have known three goldens who have been like relatively young like moods and then super medicated and then you know end up having to be put down because they just their seizures aren't controlled at all right so you know he's not at obviously not at that point yet and hopefully he gets better but it's very stressful hang in there Voods. let's see in other news <laughs> So I posted a video last week um, of me sitting on the couch and Guac came up <laughs> and he re he was so cute. He like rested his little head on my lap and he was making big eyes at me. And the video is like me petting his <laughs> head and he's got his head sitting on my lap. And I was it like, it was adorable. This is so nice. He's so affectionate and giving me hugs. And then I, you know, I kept petting him. I just took you know, the video. It was like 10 seconds. But he was doing that for a while. And finally I was like, all right, Guac, you want to come up on the couch with me? And as soon as I start sitting forward, he's like poking his head around, poking his head around. And then I remembered 24 hours earlier, he had been being a jerk with a tennis ball. And I had taken the tennis ball out of his mouth and stuck it in the couch cushions behind my back to be like, you can't have your ball anymore. And then he had gone and done other stuff. But then he had remembered the ball was back there tucked in the cushions behind my back. So his head on my lap was not affectionate. It was like, can I get to that ball that's behind you? And as soon as I got up, he like jumped up on the couch, got the ball out of the cushions, ran away. Did not want anything to laid do with down me. with his ball. Yeah. So he was looking through you, basically. This he is was. like when he goes to the closet and like moons up at the closet, like all my avocados are up there. Yeah. So anyway, that's guac. Oh, and he ran with you. He did. He ran three whole miles with me and did not try to murder me once. Both of those are impressive things because normally he tries to murder me on our runs and he can't go that far. Or won't go that far, right? Or won't. He absolutely can. And he's like, I'm three houses down and I pooped in somebody else's yard. I'm done. Like, let's go home. <laughs> um, he's, a, he's been just so strange since when we, we got him initially, when we fostered and adopted him, he was running with you frequently. Yep. No, no, it's as soon the Brillo pad is what did it. He must have some adhesion or something that makes it uncomfortable. Oh, you think it's adhesion? I, I think so because oh, he maybe. really liked to run before that, and now he really does. I mean, he did fine, but it's it's really hit or miss. Same with walks. Like some days he's just like absolutely not walking, and yeah, other days he's I fine. thought it was mental. You think it's physical? I think so. Oh, sorry, Guac. Um, other updates. Um, so the doc project continues. All of the kind of posts that are driven into the ground have been installed. And basically the steps that we have left is that whenever a construction crew becomes available from our dock builder, they will come out and actually put the part of the dock that you can walk on in. Right now we call it a hybrid dock. It's part in person and part virtual. It's part virtual. If we tried to walk on the dock, we would fall through into the water. But if we got a VR headset, um, we could pretend <laughs> to walk on the dock. It's a meta, it's metaverse dock. Oh my God. <laughs> but the seawall's done, pretty the much. The seawall is done and... Except for the, the cementing. Yes, uh, but that's just cosmetic, basically. So the seawall is done, and then they are filling 
uh, you know, a lot of our land has eroded. And so they're filling it up to the level of the seawall. And it's going to be part sand towards the water and then part like gravel that we can walk on, like our current stupid gravel that hurts our feet, um, the back part. And they finished the sand this week. So they still have to put the walk on gravel down, but the sand is in. And so they, you know, they, they did all the sand in one day. And I was, we were out there with the dogs. I was like, Brody, come here. He'd like been out in the front yard. I was Brody, come back over here. I was like, look at this sand. And he like walks over and he like takes three steps into the sand and then he throws himself down and it's just like rubbing his face. He's got like a sandy nose. nose yeah, he looks great. He oh, looks very happy. He's like, this is the best. He started digging a little hole, just one leg hole yeah, digging. To just see what was there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the sand's a big win. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Because uh, it's cleaner than all the mud that they're tracking in and out out of the front yard now yep yep so so the project continues um like everything once they get the workers free to work on it it'll get done who who knows when that will be will we get our the bottom half of our new cabinet first will that get done who knows we have some friends in town who have a boat right now and it'd be nice if they could dock on our dock by the end of february but that seems really optimistic now unlikely. unlikely we also um next week that uh, just just thinking of what things will get done before the dock um our house is getting tinted next week P poison gases Ugh. will be extruded throughout our house to kill the termites in in the rest of the world you guys get termites that generally live in the ground and they eat your house up and your house falls apart and uh, <laughs> it it's collapses. really bad it collapses here in the keys we have dry wood termites which everybody gets and you have to kill them every 10 years and they're not nearly as destructive they take a way longer time to start doing damage wait um, you have to kill them every 10 years usually Yes, yes. So once you kill them, it takes kind of 10 years for a colony to reestablish itself and and for you to start seeing any signs of it being there. But they will undoubtedly show up every... It's not like you kill them and then like, oh, maybe I won't get termites. No, they come <laughs> always. You just got to get rid of them every 10 years. Like kill them off and then they'll try to reestablish themselves and then kill them off again. So we, when we bought the house, had the house tented and treated for termites. That was 2018. And we weren't here. We weren't here. It was Thanksgiving of 2018. They came. They put a big orange, uh, red and yellow tent over the house. It looks totally like a circus it tent. Does. It's got these big, broad stripes. <laughs> yeah. looks like a circus. You will see pictures next week. And they pump poison into your house for like 24 hours, and then they come take it off. You have to remove all your food and cosmetics oh. and anything except like sealed cans has to come out of the house all the dog food all the shampoo the toothpaste the toothbrushes which it, which, which uh, was even a problem in 2018 because we had like a refrigerator with cokes and stuff that were not cokes but like you know the the liquor and stuff yeah you can't no no you have to take all it out. that liquor on the table has to get taken out because it's all open it could leach poison and poison could it's, leach into there it's gonna be such a project and of course we can't be in the house oh yeah that's also really clear so i was like where can one go with six dogs for two nights basically um and the answer is if we want to spend three or four thousand dollars we absolutely can rent a house in key west from airbnb uh I do not want to spend three or four thousand dollars. That's why I love you. That's why I married <laughs> you. This, this is the common sense. 
And so uh, we are staying in the RV. <laughs> That's so bad. In the yard. But because th- if the dogs run to the tent, like they can die from the poison. So we have to stay in the RV in the yard. But then the dogs basically have to be in the RV all the time. And if we let them out, it has to be like fully on leash or like leave the yard. It's they gonna, can't just walk around in the yard. It's going to be only a little better than if we drove up and back, like up to Maryland and back in three days. <laughs> That would be burdensome and, and a terrible. This will be about the same. Yeah, it's is not going to be a fun time. Uh, we at least don't have to sit in the RV the whole time. Maybe we can play board games. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to be working. I, you know what I'm going to? I'm going to run all day, every day. Away, uh, run away. The, the thing is, the dogs actually aren't even going to care that much. They just lay around here, mm-hmm. and they're going to lay around in the RV instead. They'll be psyched to get walkies. And they'll get a lot of ice. It'll be fine. It's going to be pain in the ass, though. So that's next week. I think definitely the termites will get killed. Yeah. So, yes, I distracted myself. We got the house t- treated for termites in 2018. So we're supposed to be good for another 10 years. And when Jerdad had uh, Voods and Remy up in Maryland, Maryland yeah. I woke up and there are all these dead bugs on the floor. And I was like, that's gross. Like, there's a swarm of dead bugs that clearly came out last night. Um, What the heck? And I'm looking at them. I'm like, they look a lot like I think termites look. And I, like, took some pictures. I go online. Precisely a dry wood termite. So I called the termite guys hammerhead termites down here in the keys. I was like, you guys, I got termites in my house. Like, you treated my house in 2018, but there's termites in here. They swarmed last night and there's a bunch of them, like a ton of them dead on the ground. And he's like, you shouldn't have termites. Send me a picture. I was like, here you go. He's like, yep, that's them. I don't know how the hell that happened. And, uh, and then like a week later they did it again. I was awake. It was nighttime. And I start seeing all these little bugs flying around. This is a nightmare for everyone, but you're sensitive to this. Do you hate bugs even more? Phobia. Yeah. So I I had to like spray a bunch of raid and I have since like we bombed the house. I must've, maybe I bombed it when you were gone. We bombed it at some point. I remember we definitely went out, we went out and like the dogs weren't, weren't in for, for half the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so that, we haven't had any more swarms since then, but obviously they're like in the woods somewhere. So we're having it tented. It's going to be a pain in the butt. Ugh, uh, I have all this stuff to take out. Oh, so our friends are coming over. Uh, our friends who are staying down here that have borrowed the RV are bringing it back. I think Monday, maybe Tuesday during the day. And like all the people that are with them, like their kids, everybody is going to h- come and help us pack up the liquor and all the food into can, boxes and stuff. I mean, we can put everything in the RV, right? We have storage space mm-hmm. in the RV. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be, there'll be like a human chain. It'll be like passing <laughs> the bottle from person to person to person into the shelf in the RV. Yeah, I mean, we can also just put it in the yard. Liquor? Like, yeah, we can just put it in a box and like set it next to the RV. It doesn't need to be inside. It gives me the ghiblies thinking about liquor just lying out there. <laughs> okay, I don't well, know why. Put it in the RV then. It's we can put it in the car. Anyway, we don't need to talk about this on the podcast. This is extremely boring. <laughs> anyway, it's poisoned and it's going to be poisonous and it's going to be a very hostile environment for two nights. Yeah. No. All right. Ingo, you wanted me to write down carrot board, the table with the holes oh, for yeah. the carrots. Oh, yeah. Somebody said we had th- talked about this, you and I, offline because we do have conversations offline. Yep. Years ago, a couple of years ago. Uh, and this, apparently the product is making the rounds again of social media, but it's just like... It's for it's supposed to be a dog toy, 
but it's a, a board with holes in it. And I don't know if you stick the yes. one we saw two years ago was carrots up through the holes like a whack-a-mole. And the dog is supposed to like try to catch the carrots, eat the carrots, bite the carrots, and you pull them back down. And I think the one. Let me me just say, when I showed this to you, which was a cardboard box, and there was somebody under it sticking the carrot up, I was like, "What do you think about trying this with the dogs?" And I believe your response was, "I can't believe anybody would do that to your dog. That is cruel and terrible. That is basically abuse of the dogs because." They're not going to trust you after that. I can't believe anybody would do that. And I was like, okay, we will not do the carrots in the box with the dogs. But you were very angry about it. Very angry about it. Yeah, I think I may have overreacted. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it looks all fun in the video, right? Mm -hmm. I think the one that that is circulating now is with hot dogs. Yep, yep, hot dogs. Not not carrots. So people are sticking hot dogs through these holes in in the... like this sheet and the dogs are supposed to catch them but then you pull it away from them at the last minute i think my concern the best possible articulation of my concern (laughs) beyond don't do that to my baby yeah is that i was worried that it would teach our dogs whoever we had at the time to really snatch at food because it's constantly being pulled away from their mouth. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, this is this is the problem with a lot of our fosters is that they're they they don't, you know, they just snap at food because they want yeah, to get it, true. right? So I yep. I'm, I'm worried that this would teach them that if they don't ravenously bite at food, it disappears, which I, I think is a bad thing to teach them. I don't know that that would teach them that. Maybe they would understand this is a toy and it's not how it works. But I was, you know, beyond all my concern for their well-being and how it's really tricking them. And isn't mm-hmm, it just a, mm-hmm. isn't it just mocking, you know, <laughs> their pain and all this stuff? Like, I have a lot of issues with this. You but, do? Yep, issues. But I would be worried that it teaches them I've got to be fast and hard, bite fast and hard at food before it gets taken away. That would be my worry. I think that's fair. Well, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But here's, I just want to explain why. Because, you know, it's all fun and games in the video. But then they don't show that that dog later being like, I better, you know, chomp stuff fast or else it gets pulled away from me by an unseen force. Maybe because it doesn't happen. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't happen. That's right. I haven't actually discussed this with anyone who knows dog training. Yes. Or psychology. Or that has used one. Or that has used one who I'm, whom I would trust to tell me the truth. Indeed. Because I've lost a finger to a dog. <laughs> and I would, I can recognize it in others. So if the people who invented this all of a sudden have like nubby little fingers because their dogs chomped, you know, this might all be coming together. I can sort of see the pattern here now. I, I think I know why I'm concerned. <laughs> me too. I suddenly understand you better. I got than I my did. finger chomped. To be fair, you did stick it in her mouth. While she was eating. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. It hurt. <laughs> All right. So that thus concludes the topics on my list for this week. Do we have any other dog updates? No. Everyone else is good. I, I will say before we, I agree we're concluding this. Uh-huh. It has been weird over the last few days <laughs> not to have constant vet appointments that I have to take various dogs to. I mean, Boots thing was bad, but once that was done... You know, this week we had like one vet appointment only. You're like out to jinx this. No, I'm... Yeah. 
Never mind. Ig- ignore what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. They're all good. Yay. Yeah, this is great. Okay. Uh, do you want? Don't you slurp that into the microphone? Okay. He's holding the microphone. Oh no! I did you hear it? Like loudly. Put, no more drinking. I mean, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I guys, apologize to everyone. I want you to and know to that you. I am here defending your ears from slurpy sounds. She she tries her hardest, and I I'm <laughs> incorrigible. <laughs> Uh, do you want to do the German word or taste of the keys? Taste of the keys. Taste of the keys this week. An Isla Murata woman is accused of pushing her sister out of a moving truck during a fight. <laughs> it's high quality this is just reporting. Goofy stuff, which is good. Mon- no, 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 uh, low stakes. Died. Low yeah. stakes. Yeah. Monroe County Sheriff's deputies were sent to mile marker 90 after a driver witnessed a woman fall out of a truck. <laughs> the 56 year old victim told deputies she was arguing with her 59 year old sister, Rita. And asked her to stop so she could get out. She said her sister slowed the vehicle, pushed, punched her in the face, and pushed her out of the still-moving <laughs> truck. 59 and 56. They've been fighting for 56 years. They've been fighting as older sister and younger yeah. sister. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> stop the car, let me out. And she's like, I'll get you out. Punched punch her in the, in face, the face, pushed her out. But, but it was a moving truck still, but not too fast, but moving. I mean, think about how you're going to do that. Like, you've got to reach across and open the door. And just That's push, hard. And then just push the whole thing. Like, the sister, the door, I, everything. I feel like I'd need a foot. If I were going to push somebody, I'd need to, like, get a foot. I think you're gonna, you, well, then you got to take it off the gas, so you do slow down. I guess that's true. But imagine following that truck and some 56-year-old woman falls out the, the Well, the witnesses side. said that happened. Witnesses corroborated the woman's story. <laughs> It's so, oh, it's such movie violence, but this happens. This happens. Rita, the pusher, was found at her home and arrested. <laughs> she was charged with misdemeanor battery. Stupid sister bickering is what it is. Man, oh man. There you go. That's taste of the keys. Don't push anyone out of the car unless they ask you to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. What's the German word of the week, Ingo? Just uh, we've been watching a lot of Winter Olympics because. Yep. It's somewhat hopeful. Yep. Um, the German word for sled is Schlitten, which is some, somewhat onomatopoeia, I think. Cause like it sounds, sliding? Like sh- yeah, it sounds like sliding down the hill. But it's also it, a sled path, sled... What's the thing? Run? Sled run is called a regionally a rodelbahn. Rodeln is also another word for sledding. Would you use it for like bobsledding or just like kid sledding? Um, both, although yes, Rodeln is the word for the Olympic bobsledding. Oh, mono sled, mono, mono bob. bob, and others. Yes. Do you ha- do you have toboggans in Germany? Tobogganing. Well, that's what Schlittens are. The ones with the w- with the they're made of wood and they have and they the get like a curve in the front. Yes, yeah. they have, but they have the steel the steel um, edges kind of along the wood. Um, I gotta remember, we had a toboggan. It's not up. the flat. It's toboggans not the, are flat. Oh no, we do not. We typically don't have toboggans. We have sleds that are with the metal runners with, that you sit on. Yeah, with the metal runners. That's yeah. right. The toboggans are like what dining room, dining hall trays. No, no. T- here's a picture of a toboggan. It's, they're very long. You yeah. can fit many people on them, and it's got like a cur- big curve. I over don't in think the front. that's a typical German thing. It may be a you know Nordic thing. I don't know. It looks more. 
Yeah, there are toboggan chutes in some places. They used to have one of these in Crystal Lake, but I, I think someone in my family broke their arm doing it, and they were certainly not the only one, and then the toboggan chute got taken out, I think. Huh. No, I mean, we do th- we do sleds, and, you know, and if it's a chute, and we have summer ones that are cement, it usually looks like a bobsled. Interesting. Hmm. With the wheels, obviously, in the summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Schlitten. Mm-hmm. Well, that is the end of the podcast for the week. I was just thinking next week we're going to have to bring the pod box into the RV because podcast day is the day that the house will be tented. Oh my God, we'll be in ABC suits and like breathing through that tubes. None of that's true. But maybe we'll do a long podcast because... We'll have nothing else to do. We, yeah. We'll be playing board it's games, Jen. Board games. I mean, I'll be bored for sure. <laughs> Monopoly. Do you want to play Monopoly? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> okay. You, we don't have that much time. We don't have three days. No. I'm just going to walk all the dogs. They'll be like, oh my God, another walk. I'm like, we're going, you guys. Hey, can you make me another college? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, I think that's one of those drinks where it's got to be limit one because mm. there's like three and a half ounces of alcohol in that college. Mm. You put like ice in it and it diluted it, I think, for me. It, it's still three and a half ounces of liquor, even if there was melted ice well, in it. Maybe it's still developing its full potential. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got lucky with the timing. Yep. All right, everyone. Um, you know, stay safe, keep your mask on, and until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to, and even then, just nibble. Bye. Bye. <laughs>